for the Alliance. For the Horde! Slay them all! Your mum's a bearded ogre and your father's a trog! Welcome back to Casually Casual Cast. I am your host, Harina Swift. This is the Warcraft Podcast. For those who are hardcore about not being hardcore, in each episode I cover Warcraft retail and WoW classic news in and out of Azeroth. And I cruise a forum, share community feedback, and I share some adventures in Azeroth and finish by taking a trip through Trade Chat. The show is going to be pretty long. It's jam-packed with stuff that's going on. So I have left out the cruising the forum section and community feedback section this episode because I already put out a show a couple days ago. All right, today's date is September 1st, 2022. And this is episode 10. You can have your thoughts, opinions, stories, and adventures shared on the show too. Did you know that? You can tweet the show at Warcraft Casual. You can follow me on Twitter at Harena. You can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com. And you can find past episodes the show notes for Casual Casual Cast and the rest of the podcasts that I host at CozyPodcastNetwork.com. Now we're going to be talking about some wild classic, Wrath of the Lich King being dropped on us. So if you hear some heavy breathing, it might be the Wrath of the Lich King or it might be the three dogs sleeping behind me in the bed while I podcast. But I think it's just like their own attempt at ASMR. That's what we got going on right now. So I'm just going to roll with it. It might set the environment. If it makes it into the podcast, it might just sound like the Lich King is breathing heavily over my shoulder. (laughs) I laid a blanket over them, so hopefully that helps to absorb some of the noise because it was getting a little crazy. (laughs) All right, we're going to dive into Warcraft Retail News. Alright, we're going to start with sharing some hot fixes that was posted on August 30th, 2022. And just going to run through those quickly. There was a hot fix for classes of the hunter for markmanship hunters. And aim shot will no longer fail to trigger from double tap talent if no target is selected when the cast finishes. Item and reward changes were Olea Menu, located in Faith's Repose, has come into possession of a few cosmetic items found around Corthia and Zareth Mortis. Players may purchase them with ciphers of the first ones. And they fixed an issue where items from Sire Denathrius and Stone Legion Generals could not be socketed. And in player versus player changes, the hunter once again, this time, well, also the same markmanship, uh, the aim shot will no longer occasionally deal full damage in PvP combat when triggered from double tap. And priests, the holy priests specifically, the Divine Ascension PvP talent will once again provide a short window of immunity against damage, stuns, and roots. (music) 
there's two new events coming. There's Eximoxes. I know I'm messing up their name. Ch Charity Cache and Solo Shuffle Showdown. And as we fly, fly, toward the release of Dragonflight, the WoW Esports team is excited to announce two new events to showcase our incredible PvE and PvP communities. With Zymox's Charity Cache, two of the top PvE guilds will face off to earn a combined 100,000 US dollars for their charities. PvP will see the top DPS and healers battle for their share of a $100,000 US prize pool in the first ever solo shuffle competition. Xmox's Charity Cache has, with um, more details on that, is Xmox has been Xymox? Yeah. It's X-Y-M-O-X, so now you see my dilemma. <laughs> Zymox, maybe, has been experimenting with the faded powers and is putting two of the best WoW guilds to the test to raise money for Able Gamers and Direct Relief. On September 10th and 11th, Echo and Team Liquid will be visiting Castle Nathria and Sepulchre of the First Ones, live on YouTube and Twitch. Each guild will have to defeat select bosses as quickly as possible to earn their respective charities a share of the $100,000 donation pool. But there will be a few twists and turns that Zymox has prepared. Instead of the usual faded power rotation, all bosses will have at least two faded powers activated. Double the power, double the fun. Each raid will have two checkpoints, which will grant an amount to donate to their charity. And with a higher amount going to the guild that reaches the checkpoint first. To up the fun, the guild that reaches a checkpoint first will receive a faded curse modifier that will make one of the next encounters even more chaotic. So the charities that they're going to be donating to, the EU Titans will pay for direct relief, whose mission is to improve the health and lives of people affected by poverty or emergencies without a regard to politics, religion, or ability to pay. And the Epic North American Guild will pay, will play for Able Gamers, a charitable organization creating opportunities that enable play in order to combat social isolation, foster inclusive communities, and improve the quality of life for people with disabilities. So let's talk more about the Solo Shuffle Showdown. Ahead of the Solo Shuffle gaining a ranked mode in Dragonflight, they're introducing the Brawl's first ever competitive event, the Solo Shuffle Showdown. This will be a three-day invitational tournament where your favorite EU and North American arena players will compete September 23rd to through September 25th to see who's the best solo shuffle player and a share of the $100,000 prize pool live on YouTube and Twitch. And on September 23rd EU and the 24th North American, 36 players from each region will play three solo shuffle matches divided into six lobbies of six players with random seating taking place following each match. 
The top 12 from each region will advance to the finals on September 25th, where each player will compete in two more matches. After these two, the six players with the highest scores will play one last match where the two winners, one DPS and one healer, will be crowned. The participants will be selected from a mix of Arena World Championship competitors, rated PvP ladders, and members of the PvP community. So stay tuned to learn who will be the ones participating in the Solo Shuffle Showdown. Alright, so next we are going to be covering Warcraft Classic news. That is up front right now all over Twitter. It is a lot of Wrath of Lich King Classic hype. So to get us started, I'm going to share a post that Kavix, community manager Kavix, posted. And uh, they posted this today because there's been already a lot of heavy traffic. So if there's a lot of heavy traffic right now in this pre-patch, can you only imagine? Can you imagine what's to come? So adjustments have been made, Kavik said, to some high population realms in this region to prevent further overcrowding. We are now restricting transfers to Benediction, Grobulus, Feralina, Mancrick, Pagel, and White Mane. And two of those servers are the ones that I play on. Gravulous, I have uh, just a couple low levels, but Pagels where my main is. So uh, we expect to lift this restriction when these realms are no longer experiencing extended queues. And they've also enabled free character transfers from the most populated, overpopulated realms in the region. So you can move from Benediction to Old Blanche Normal or Benediction to Sulfurous PvP. You can move from Grobulus to Old Blanche Normal or to Sulfurous PvP. And then you can move, you get in the pattern, <laughs> from Feralina to Old Blanche Normal or Feralina Sulfurous PvP. So you can get out of Dodge if you don't want to be in the heavy queues. But really, when the cards land, we don't really know where, you know, the balance is. But hopefully enough people feel the need to jump off. There's really no option for me for Pagel. They just closed it down and was like, okay, no more. Because I haven't found... I was not in a queue to get in Pagel yesterday. I was definitely in a queue to get into Grobulus. So I just really wish that they would make another RP PvP server because it's just not the same as just a basic PvP server. So then they added that we strongly encourage players who wish to use the free character transfer to do one as soon as possible uh, because the free character transfers may be closed without warning. So do it now. Pretty much that's what they're saying. Do it now. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next info. All right, 
further in our discussion about Wrath of the Lich King Classic, players may now build Death Knights and get ready to go back to Northrend thanks to World of Warcraft's recently released pre-patch for Wrath of the Lich King Classic. World of Warcraft has unveiled the Wrath of the Lich King Classic upgrades too, which come with special benefits for both Classic and Retail. So if you like to dip your feet into both pools, this is for you. Well... Only for you if you want to drop some cash, okay? I'm going to be honest. So they say you can, quote, enhance your experience. Sounds like some sort of a commercial that involves a blue pill. But we're going to just keep this Warcraft, all right? So there's some game upgrades. The Northrend Heroic Upgrade for $49.99. You can get the Northrend Heroic Upgrade, which includes a level 70 character boost, which will get a single non-Death Knight character instantly ready to adventure in Northrend. And it also includes the Pebble Penguin Pet and the Fish Speaker's Lucky Lure Toy to summon your very own Tuscar Fishing Companion. And a Northrend up Epic Upgrade for, guess what? Guess how much this one is? $79.99. You can have the Northrend Epic Upgrade, which includes everything that's already in the Heroic Upgrade that I just read plus 30 days of game time plus the Kaluak Whalebone Glider flying mount for your Wrath of the Lich King classic characters and a Tuscar Shore Glider flying mount for your non-classic characters so you get that in retail right? Because this is non-classic characters. So you get the Tuscar Shore Glider one for retail. After purchase, the Wrath of the Lich King classic items from Heroic and Epic upgrades can be redeemed by completing a very short quest from innkeepers in any capital city, as well as Landro Longshot in Booty Bay. Yay! Landro's getting some action again. I remember when I used to be able to like Remember, you get those TCG cards and you'd scrape off the little code and you'd have to go to Landro and Booty Bay and turn them in. Oh, I miss them. I really want them back. Can we have them back, please? That would be awesome. But yeah, so happy, Landro. Good for you, bud. I guess that that's kind of fitting for my original comment. All right, so I'm just going to go on. For those of you who have not been keeping up on the Wrath of Lich King classic, um that's coming at the end of the month, I'm going to bring you up to speed. All right, so reliving the classic North Run beckons. You've taken Azeroth and Outland by storm. Now the Lich King's forces await you in the icy continent of Northrend. Face the undead scourge and take the fight to the Lich King himself atop Ice-crowned Citadel. Master and Lord of the Scorch, the Lich King, his evil is legend, his power and malice unparalleled. Lord of the Undead Scourge, wielder of the cursed runeblade, Frostmourne, and nemesis of the living. The Lich King will stop at nothing until all life on Azeroth is extinguished. Relive the legend and end his reign. The hero class now enters the picture in the form of the Death Knight. 
where you will be able to master the necromantic abilities of the Death Knight and use the exclusive, class-exclusive, rune-carving profession to empower your weapons. Create a new Death Knight character with a starting level of 55 and break the chains of the Lich King to forge your own destiny. And the additional features will be Strike at the Scourge. The Lich King's minions are endless and so is his resolve. We will need to gather our strength, prepare for battle, because in Wrath of the Lich King Classic, we will be able to dive into dungeons and raids. We will stop the machinations of the reanimated Lich Kalthusad and assist the dragons of Wormrust Temple against Malagos and prepare for an inevitable showdown with the Lich King. And then we will be able to explore Northrend. We will be powering our way through quests and zones and battling our way to level 80, assaulting the terrifying Wrathgate Warren Lake Wintergrass. I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait. Ah. Uncover secrets of Dalaran Reborn and much more. And then, just when you thought it wasn't enough, we also get to go back in time and remaster the art of inscription, become a scribe and master magical pigments and inks, etch powerful ability-enhancing glyphs, craft magic-infused scrolls, and more with the inscription profession. And the World of Warcraft subscription. We will need that. You will need that. In order to access the Wrath of Lich King Classic, it is included within your your subscription. So I have seen people on Twitter going, hey, do I have to like buy these packages, the epic or the heroic in order to even play? No, the answer is no. You do not need to purchase a thing to play Wrath of Lich King Classic. As long as you already have an active subscription and you have that level 70 character. Like you had to have actually been playing, you know, classic and leveling your character up in order to access that. So when your character gets that level, then boom, you know, Wrath of Lich King will open up for you, but not until then. So you, that's where the purchasing of the packets come in. So those of you who have not been playing classic or have been playing it kind of half butt like me where I'm just level 64 so I gotta crank it I gotta get six more levels but thankfully there's that mastery thing going on where you get 50% experience buff right now in your character so don't don't let that leveling thingy freak you out try to you know get it as high as you can or like some people said they just bought the package, zapped their level 5 character, and now their level 5 is now level 70 and ready to rock and roll when the expansion drops. So, those are your options. And the Lich King will be returning on September 26, 2022. And for the Americas, Pacific Standard Time, will be 3 p.m. Europe the will be 7 September 27th at 12 a.m. And Korea will be September 27th at 7 a.m. And Anne's and will be um September 27th at 8 a.m. So next we have some more classic news. Anne's being Australia. I just never refer to it as Anne, so I wanted to toss it in there so I didn't confuse anybody. Australia, your time zone will be releasing on September 27th at 8 a.m. All right, now we can hop in and cover some more, some zombie infestations that's going down right now. I know, we need, we need some salve.
right. Woo! I just had a, one of my ASMR dogs back there snoring. Just started barking. Okay, so I'm glad that it was in between news pieces. But it still cracks me up. So if you by chance hear a barking, a sleep barker behind me, my apologies. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> we have the Wrath of the Lich King surviving the zombie infestation. Maybe that's what she was dreaming about. This zombie infestation scourge invasion. I feel like that would make me bark in my sleep. <laughs> All right. So you know the score. The Lich King, perhaps Azeroth's most infamous villain, is returning. And the last time we set his eyes on a goal, it didn't end well for anybody involved. Just ask Illidan Stormrage. But did you know that we can take to the fight to Northrend? First, we must deal with... You know, some more pressing matters. The Lich King is already making his first move, eager to stop Azeroth's greatest heroes dead in their tracks. Quite literally, wants to take us out with a fresh variant of the Scourge Plague. It is up to us to survive it. And if we hope to journey to the frozen wastes of the Northrend to stop him. So, what this means for you is that there's a zombie infestation, which is going to be starting on September 6th. That's in five days, where we will be noticing shipments of conspicuous crates arriving at less than reputable ports like Booty Bay. Poor Landro, poor Landro. These highly contagious containers will infect anyone who touches them with a deadly variant of the Scourge Plague. And if you need assistance to avoid a grisly death, look for a nearby Argent Healer to cleanse yourself. Player characters capable of dispelling diseases can also help you to recover, for now. And hmm, there's also a chance to be zombified. If you are unable to get rid of that disease, You'll become a plague zombie. Mm-hmm. You'll be entering the nightmares of sleeping dogs everywhere. And while you'll still have control of your character, you will no longer have access to any of your abilities you had while you were living or unliving if you were forsaken. So instead, you will gain new abilities that will help you accomplish your new goal as a servant of the Lich King to infect as many people as possible. As a zombie, you can use the following skills against players and NPCs alike. So, melee will infect the target with the plague and heals you. Mangle will be an instant attack that shortens the time the infection takes to zombify the victim. Wretch! Wretches on the ground creating a gas cloud that heals zombies and slows living targets, infecting them after a certain period after they ate Taco Bell. And Beckoning Grown calls up to four non-player zombies to aid you. So you've got like this little, you know, this little flying monkey team to come over and, and help you out. <laughs> That's the Beckoning Grown. <laughs> That's a funny name. All right, Lurch increases the speed of nearby zombies, including yourself, and Zombie Explosion will burst into pieces, destroying yourself but infecting those around you. That's like last chance scenario right there, right? You're like, I don't want to be a zombie anymore. I'm going to explode and the rest of you can be zombies. So any targets you infect will eventually become plague zombies if not treated in time. This is going to be amazing. In time, large populated areas will become too dangerous to dwell in. I am, my mind is just creating some hilarious 
fun. If you're looking to avoid infection, <laughs> I can't wait for this. If you're waiting, <laughs> waiting to wait for infection, it is best to avoid these places, you know, like the plague. And if you get killed as a zombie, you can be resurrected by another player, by the spirit healer, or running back to your corpse. And once you return to life, you'll be back to normal, but you can still be reinfected. So be on your toes. Just though, you know, when we battle the Scourge and we have this zombie infestation and then we can get infected and also become plague zombies, they say it actually does get worse because as the week progress progresses, more of those conspicuous crates will actually be being delivered to every capital city in the Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor. So beware of vermin like plagued roaches as they can spread the plague even when dealt from safe distance. The infection's incubation time will become shorter and shorter and harder to overcome. Plagued residents, former common citizens unable to fight off the plague will also terrorize starting the areas. Oh no, bringing additional challenges for fledgling heroes to overcome. And over time, the once plentiful Argent healers will start to see their forces spread too thin to contain the infestation and the plague will become more and more resistant to magic. And this seemingly unstoppable disease is just the beginning because starting the week of September 13th, we will be living in a scourge invasion. <laughs> it just keeps getting more exciting. The scourge invasion will begin having survived the assault of Naxxramas. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Kalthusad is ready to once more advance the Lich King's efforts by striking at strategic locations all over Azeroth and the Dread Citadel Naxxramas has left the Eastern Plaguelands for good, absconding to the icy continent of Northrend. In addition to dealing with the ever-growing zombie infestation, you'll be tasked with investigating the Scourge activity within the major cities and thwarting invasions throughout Azeroth. Keep your eye on your map to locate activity hotspots and put a stop to them. And at each invasion point, you'll engage with rare undead who even have a chance to drop various helpful items. You can find the Argent Quartermaster located outside of Light's Hope Chapel in the Eastern Plaguelands to exchange items obtained from invasion points for various goods, including parts of the epic undead slaying and undead cleansing sets. And additional foes can be found in Dire Mall, Razorfen Down, Scarlet Monastery, Scalamance, Shadowfin Keep, and Strathholm Dungeons. Then, level 70 players can obtain a raid quest in any capital city in Azeroth called Chamber of Secrets to hunt down and destroy Prince Tendris Murkblood in Karazan. The prince can drop the vampiric battling pet and coveted Arcanite Ripper. This two-handed axe is guaranteed to rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. The aftermath? Hmm. All good. Things must come to an end. Eventually, the Alliance and the Horde will work together to find a cure for this zombie infestation. And we will push back the scourge together 
to where they came from. The Lich King's plans will be temporarily halted as the pre-expansion events end and Wrath of the Lich King Classic launches just in time for us to hop on the nearest lane skip to Northrend. So, get ready, heroes. It's gonna get started in like five days. I'll see you. See you on the on the battlefield, <laughs> which sounds like it will be Kalimdor and the Eastern Kingdoms. The whole continent is the battlefield. So um, in case you were wondering, there's the getting a fresh start option. The launch of Wrath of the Lich King Classic pre-patch brings with it fresh start realms. And I'm going to tell you right now, the PvE fresh start realm was locked. There was like a three hour queue last night. <laughs> They're gonna have to, I don't know. This is gonna be interesting. I mean, those are new player realms, and they it was packed. Packed. Must have been all of the DKs just living it up in there for because there's a long line. And I saw people on Twitter sharing like 8,000 Q stuff like that. And they're like, what? If it's already like this, what's it gonna be like as the weeks go on? This is gonna be crazy. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know what I'm gonna do if I get, I don't know, I haven't decided if I'm gonna buy a thing yet or not, so I guess that's later on discussion. But right now, for at least 90 days, you will not be allowed to boost a character on Fresh Start Realms. So these realms are literally Fresh Start for 90 days. You will start from ground level and then move your way up. But like I said, there's that 50% experience boost right now and death knights cannot be created on these realms without a level 55 character on the same realm so you're literally on these fresh start realms that is uh fresh start servers are thekal which is pvp and giant stalker which is normal um you cannot you cannot do anything and then i want to see that there was actually another fresh start realm it started with an m let me check that's the beauty of podcasting. I could just pause and then go and figure out why I remember there being a different name for the Fresh Start. And this is why. It's because I was just sharing the EU Fresh Start servers. So for the EU servers, they have the Thekal, PvP, and Giant Stalker Normal. And for North American, we have Sky Fury, PvP, and Maladath Normal, which is the one I remember last night, which is the one that was already had a three-hour queue, was Maladath. So that is why. So there are some fresh start servers. I have not I have not checked out EU queue times right now, but I can tell you that Maladath definitely in North America had a three plus hour wait um, as of last night. So that was what August 31st. So yay! Alright, moving into Adventures in Nazareth. Alright, Adventures in Azeroth with Lorena. Okay, so my time uh, this week I've spent in Classic because, you know, I need to get my character up to 70 because I don't know if I'm going to be a cheapskate and just not get the cool mounts with the $50 and the $80, right? I think I can just, with the 50% XP boost, I think, I hope, that by 25 more days, if I can't level with a 50% experience boost my character to 70, 
just six more levels in 25 days, then I don't deserve to get a packet for 50. If I do end up getting one, I think I will make a horde tune on another server somewhere with that. And then I will keep my, so I'll have one of each to work with. That's my plan. But in Azeroth, unlike many others, I am a wrath baby. I am self-aware, so I already know that I have a romanticized view of Wrath. It is where I first experienced an MMO. It was my very first MMO. I went from playing Age of Empires forever and then boom, into World of Warcraft. And it was my time I figured out what a guild was. Never been in a guild before, you know? I never played an MMO. So it was my first guild experience, it was my first MMO experience, it was my first taste of RP, world PvP, it was my first uh, everything Wrath was, you know? So you know what they say, you never forget your first. That's what that's what they say. They, the they say that. So I started on an RP PvP server called Venture Company and I played a Belf Hunter and sadly with the implementation of the cross-realm group-ups and retail, that was the death of our amazing world PvP battles. So it lasted like a couple years and then it just went down the pooper. So was that what in like mists? I, I want to say, hmm, because I remember kicking butt in Cata. We had a blast even on Vico Venture Company. We call it Vico. Even on Vico and Cata, we had a blast. And I think after Cata, that's when Mists of Pandaria came along. Yeah, I think that's how it rolls. And I think that might be between that window of time they started blending servers, and then. And then, and it was the death of our amazing world PvP battles because players could just pull friends off from their battle net and bring huge face rolling parties over the, just go over the whole event. The RP died on the battlefield that day and our server later merged with Emerald Dream and the rich lore of Vico vanished. So that was such a bummer. Still breaks my heart. So when I heard that Wrath was coming to Classic, I knew that I might be able to find that once again. That love. Get that love like I had back in the day. If I could just find an active RP world PvP kind of a guild. So I went and I found, guess what? The only freaking RP PvP server that WoW Classic has. It's gobulous, grobulous, and it was freaking full. And there was a three hour long wait for that too. And I was like, what the biscuits? So I had no problem getting into my main server Pagel yesterday. So I, you know, and that's what happens with me. I get so distracted. I'm so easily distracted. I will have a list of things I should be doing to be productive. And then I will slowly start side-eyeing the list of non-productive things. And I always end up over there. So I dusted off my Horena Night Elf Haunter on Pagel. And I had, you know, I did not have to wait. And I logged in and it had been a while since I had played her. And for some reason, like, I always just level with love working and skinning. Well, for some reason, when I created her last year, I made her a um, engineer. <laughs> I've never leveled engineering. I must have felt like frisky when I made her and I was like, oh, I'm going to go all the way and do engineer. And then I did mining, which I've never done mining. I've always, like I said, I've done like flower picking and potion making, but I've never conquered the world of mining. So it was like a whole new character for me. I was like, what was I 
thinking back then, like, I would have never in a million years, like, if her, if my character and I were on one of those game shows where it was like, how well do you know your character? I would have lost. I forgot everything I did with her. I must have just felt so adventurous when I made her because now in hindsight, I'm like, what? Was it the same me? Is this a Mandela effect or something? <laughs> so, just kidding for those people who get all triggered by Mandela effects. So... It was quite an adventure, just figuring, relearning my character. So I thought, you know what? I want to level my uh, my um, engineering because, you know, that'll get me to 70. No, not really. So I spent my whole time riding around mining copper because apparently I just kind of skimped out on my mining. Like, my mining is up higher. Like, I think I only got to, like, almost level 300 in my mining, apparently, when I abandoned her. But my engineering was still really jacked up. Like, I ha I'm still making copper tubes, okay? So I was like, what the heck? I have to go find copper. And in order to go find copper, I had to leave Shatra City and fly my butt all the way to Stormwind and then go rolling around Elwyn Forest looking for it. So that's what I was doing. Because, you know, um, my whole point was to get her to 70, but I'm rolling around Elwyn Forest looking for copper. All right? So that's my life. That is my life and a story. So then... Somehow I landed, oh, so then I did all this stuff and I'm like, okay, well then it was time to make dinner. So I logged off because I didn't have a problem getting in Pagel. So then I thought, you know what? I'm going to try getting into Grabulous because I got on the WoW Classic forums and I was trying to see and shop for a world PvP type of an RP guild on Grabulous. So I went to the forums and I found some that were like going, hey, like there's this one guild I saw and it was like a cool premise. They're like, we're for the Lich King. We're, our goal is to just go around and kill anything we can kill. <laughs> All in the name of the Lich King. Like that's their whole RP premise, right? And they're like, you don't have to be an RP person, but this is what we're rolling with. And I'm like, that sounds pretty chaotic. I think I could enjoy that. Unless of course, you know, I'm the one being camped or I'm the one being ganked then obviously you know I might clutch my pearls every now and then depending on what time of day and what time of the you know year it is but like I'm saying I queued up for Grabulous and it was like oh you're gonna be you're like Q7000 blah 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 I was like you know what I'm gonna cook dinner and I'm gonna just sit on my laptop I put down my laptop on the kitchen table because thankfully WoW can be played on you know, a Casio computer, a little Casio calculator. <laughs> so I went and I made dinner and I loaded that dishwasher and I just did all of my adulting things. And then putting, I could get in. Yay, me, I got in. So I'm running around. Doo -doo 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 -doo. And I only had, a, I had already created a level 12 hunter, apparently in Grabulous, like last year. So I hopped on her and I thought, I don't really like her name now. I want to change it to my main name. But then I thought, I don't want to delete her because this is 12 levels. And 12 levels in Wild Classic is, you know, it's a nice healthy search. <laughs> so I said, screw it. I'm just going to keep the name. And then I started leveling her. And I and I decided to go back to Teldrassil. And I thought it would be a great place to go to Darnassus, get my professions. Apparently, I did not do that. I don't know why. And I had logged in and I was on Darkshore. So I'm like, I'm going to go back there. Well, once I got to freaking Darnassus, um, I was running around killing stuff to get some XP. And because I did make her, thankfully, a leather worker. So at least on that that hunter, I knew what I, I wasn't feeling very comfortable getting out of my comfort zone that day. So I was running around killing cats. 
and stuff in Teldrassil. And then I was on my way to Darnassus and I had out my pet, my hunter pet. My hunter pet is a bird and she went running. I told her to go attack the spider and she went and attacked the spider. And then all of a sudden I'm standing on the stone cobblestone path. My, my bird's out kicking butt on the spider. But every time the spider attacked my bird, the damage went to me and I was down the path. And every time it would attack my bird, my chick would go, Ugh! and then it would hit my bird and my chick would go, Ugh! and like, it just did it like 20 times. Like every time they were battling off in the distance, but I was taking the damage, right? I thought this is pretty whack. So I go running into Darnassus the minute I run into Darnassus and there's that big tree lovey-doo there waiting to greet you. I die right in the middle of the freaking path. And I was like, what kind of crap is this? So then I looked on a tray chat and everybody's game is going whack. And I was like, oh no, what is up with this? That's crazy lag. Well, the server's going down. Yep, the server, after waiting for three hours, I got to play for 40 minutes. And part of that, I would just say like a fourth of that time was spent being like the game just acting janky. So the server was packed. I It could not handle whatever we had. It was a full server, man. And it couldn't handle it after a while. It just went down down and it wasn't coming back up it didn't come back up for the rest of the night for me every time i would click it it would still show that it was on it would still show up in the server list it would still say that it was full but yeah i went to twitter and other people couldn't even get back on it wasn't even showing up and then at one point my whole screen was black like the character grabulous was just gone the character gone the character selection gone it was just gone so that was my fun time <laughs> So yay. And I so this makes me wonder like why do they only have like one RP PvP server for everyone? Because I don't even think Oceanic has an RP PvP server. So I feel like they should at least give Oceanic some more server options and give us we only have one RP PvP server and that's not on it's on West Coast, so there's not one for East Coast. So, and then there's not one for Oceanic. So I'm like, eh, if these servers are getting so packed, I don't know. I feel like Grabulous is always pretty high population. So I don't know, just my two cents. Not like it means anything. Moving on to trade chat. All right, we have landed in trade chat. The place for extras, spotlights, tips, feedback, and in-game events. So we have two in-game events that are taking place. We have the Classic Ashran Warfare. In Classic Ashran, it is an open-ended tug-of-war battle with special events around the zone, including quests and events. And this runs August 30th through September 6th. So every week, a new PvP brawl will be available to players looking for something just a little bit different. And each brawl will offer a variety of modes, rules, and scenic changes to the usual battleground gameplay. And you'll find them in the group finder tool hotkey under I in the player versus player tab. So just like random battlegrounds, you'll receive a reward for achieving victory. And next week's PvP event is going to be Packed House. 
So this week also there are arena skirmishes all week from anywhere in Azeroth. You can open up the group finder default hotkey, select the player versus player tab on the bottom of the window, and then under casual choose arena skirmish and join battle, where you will be matched up with teammates and provided with opponents to kill in the arena. And you could also queue for a pre-made group or create one of your own under the pre-made tab. And then if you're looking for following all week long, there's also a quest in Orbo that awaits you. If you forget to pick it up there, you can start it from within the adventure journal. The quest requirement is win 10 arena PVP skirmishes. Reward is a PVP loot box and you'll get a passive buff plus 50% honor gains from skirmishes, honor gains from skirmishes. And that is going to help you get that honor and this is the perfect week to do it. And also, if you did not know, the trial of style has begun. How's your strut? Blizzard wants to know. This was posted on August 31st, that was yesterday, 2022. An announcement is posted. Ladies and gentlemen of the Horde and the Alliance, synchronize your wardrobes and prepare to do battle. The trial of style has arrived and it's time to put your transmog skills to the test. So you are invited on August 31st through September 4th, 2022 to queue for the six-player scenario at your friendly neighborhood transmog NPC. And contestants will have two minutes to create transmog sets from items in their collection based on themes presented in that scenario. Two players at a time will be pulled up on stage to strike a pose and show off their creation, leaving the remaining four to vote on just who of the two has managed to capture the theme best. You can collect all the looks. There are 12 ensembles to keep adventuring in style. And you can also use your tri trial of style tokens on props to supplement your chosen trial of style ensemble. These props are consumable and will only appear when you're on stage, but it will last through the entirety of your competition. There's a vendor extraordinaire, Nelly Vogue Song, who sells shirts and tabards in the trial of style, just in case you forgot to bring one with you. You can also get a little help from your fans with some extra support while you're on stage. They say, do not worry because they've got you covered. Purchase a reward letter from an admirer, which you can use to recruit a fashion aficionado to cheer you on during your competition. And there's no peeking. It comes as no shock that you'll be properly smocked before the competition begins. And you can strike a pose, do your own little turn on the catwalk, and once the glitter settles, the votes are going to be tallied. First place, second place, and third place winners will be rewarded. And don't worry, even if you don't win, there's always the Trial of Style Consolation Prize. These prizes contain Trial of Style tokens, which can be redeemed for special transmog gear in Dalaran. Fashion-conscious citizens of Azeroth can also take to advantage take advantage of transmogrification and barbershop services for free during the trial of style. So even if you don't participate, you can just adjust your hairstyle and transmog for no gold cost while this event is active. And you can share your best transmogs on Twitter with MogMonday hashtag for a chance to be featured.
and the spotlight for this episode. All right, Mr. GM is a World of Warcraft content producer who posts on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. In his video I'm sharing, he offers and sharing and spotlighting. He offers his instructions on how to level up a Death Knight character to level 70, the minimum level needed to play Wrath of the Lich King Classic, so you can join in on the fun of the expansion when it goes live on September 26th at 3 p.m. U.S. West Coast time and 11 p.m. British summertime and midnight on September 27th in Central Europe summertime. So I put the link in the show notes. It's uh, They were actually letting everybody know in IGN about his leveling tips. So I wanted to put that in as a spotlight because for everybody who is wanting to quickly level and be ready by September 26th and you chose the path of a death knight, this is the way to go. You go, go check out his video and see how you can get to level 70 on time to join in on the zombie and scourge infestations. Well, that has been another episode of Casually Casual Cast. Thank you so much for stopping in and giving it a listen. I am your host. I have been your host, Harena Swift. And if you want to be a part of the show, go ahead and send in your thoughts, your opinions, stories, adventures. And uh, you can do that by tweeting the show at Warcraft Casual. You can follow me on Twitter at Harena. You can email the show at casuallycasualcast at gmail.com. And you can find past episodes of this show, the show notes for this show, and the rest of the podcasts I host at CozyPodcastNetwork.com. And happy adventurers, Azerothians! Bye!